Hear us here in the host of the hour, first to follow the fox named Neve, with books laid before the bear named M, to read and retire around the long fire. We're back. Yeah. We're in the home stretch. We only have one more week of this. After yeah. this. And then, uh, so today, I, I was supposed to get a package with my Nana and Hachi statues. Uh-huh. Um, I did not get it, but I did get the Nibelungen lead. Yeah. Which is which is a bit of a disappointment in comparison, but I'm still excited to read this and be done with Norwegian Kings. I was looking at it uh, today, <clears throat> and the version we have, I assume every version has 39 chapters, and I was thinking we might split that up into either three chapters or four chapters an episode, depending. It'd be 13 weeks if we did three. It would be about 10 weeks if we did four. Um, my gut says three, and then if we want to speed it up, we can start slow. Yeah. Well, we'll see too, because I, I was looking at this, and um, I mean, one, I feel like the text is like the same size, if not slightly bigger than the one that we're reading, and it is a smaller book. Yeah, no, no, I know. So, but I also express an interest in slowing yeah. down for more uh, capacity for projecting into the book. Uh, which is not very interesting here because nothing fucking happens ever. But in a real story where there's characters, we might want to like buckle down and like have some fun, talk about some things, but then also have our bullshit at the end for at least half an hour. Yeah. And thus I think a smaller page count makes more sense. Uh, five chapters is about 50 pages, which is like a good, that's a lot of reading, especially for a weekly show. I thought with like three, if we feel slow with three, we can bump it to four. Good starting point. Yeah. Plus, if it if it's thirty nine chapters, yeah, then that that yeah. divides nicely. Yeah, <clears throat> it's like a good quarter of a year. We'll be reading into spring. It'll be fine, or uh, not spring, late winter, <laughs> middle of winter, actually. Yeah. Um. Then I'll have to take a look at how to break up, um, Arrowod Saga or Urbarod yeah. Saga. I think I will, I think also uh, I'm gonna co- start calling that season two, beginning of season two, because um, I label these as seasons. Yeah, it, is season two starting with the Nibelungen yeah. lead? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's how I've been thinking of it too. Yeah. Yeah. Not that we're changing the art or anything. This is just the the back back the back rooms of podcasting. <laughs> yeah. I mean. When I first laid out, here's the stuff to read. Hamstrangler was like the end of what I laid out. So yeah, we were originally going to watch a bunch of movies, which we probably still could do, but we're not going to right now. Yeah, we'll we'll get around to it. Yeah, yeah. This could be, this podcast watch... could be fucking anything. Is the secret? <laughs> yeah. Eventually, we will watch the movie that our song is from. But okay, yeah. All I know about um, it is they shoot a real man with real arrows, like Throne of Blood, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, and he's wearing real leather armor, and so they just shoot it into his chest. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I guess we can do the saga. Yeah. I guess we can we can get there's a there's a couple of good parts. Yeah. Um So this we, read, this we read we read one eighty to two fifteen, right? Two fifteen? Yeah. There's a lot of this I'm gonna I'm going to breeze past. Yeah. Um so King Olivier leaves Norway, but vows to return. Uh, that chapter title, basically what happens. Um, 
he goes one could argue that's like half of our reading today yeah yeah um he goes around through sweden um and you know uh ends up with what king yaroslav and ingegerth um and also stays with like a few other people i think um and then uh what uh is it King Knut, since Olivier is out of there, uh, he leaves, I think, and leaves, is it Earl Hauken in, in control? Sure. Um, yeah, and then the people of Norway were eager to accept Earl Hauken, because he had been most popular among the people of the land when he was still, uh, when he still was ruler. Um, I don't really remember anything about, uh, Jokult here, um, who takes over the bison, I really don't remember what this is about. <laughs> no, don't. I think this is when I fell asleep. I was reading this in bed, which is a mistake. I should have been sitting or something, uh, but I fell asleep right here. Um, and then, uh, what? Calvert Arneson, um, Earl Hauken, like, promises him some rule of Norway. Uh, there's, like, various stuff happening here. Um, but then at sea, Earl Hauken dies. Um, yeah, real like real like um, middle of Oregon Trail ending for Earl Hawken here. Yeah, yeah, he's just like lost at sea. Yeah, he, he tried to he ship. tried to cock the wagon and float it, and it went really badly for him. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then uh, King Knut bribes Bjorn the Marshal, who who's come up a few times, um, and he was like fairly loyal to to olivier but at this point he's like mm, i don't really know how things are going like he's not here anymore um and i do extremely love money so um it, what they describe him as like uh avaricious bjorn was an avaricious man um and so he ends up taking the bribe um but then uh, when he learns that Earl Hauken died, he's like, well, shit, I, I'm never mind. I, I got the money now. I'm going to go travel to King Olivier and I'm going to apologize. <laughs> um, so he does that. Uh, and King Olivier has this little note or this little, uh, you know, quip about how if uh, even he would like turn against him, then he doesn't have many friends left in Norway or whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh, so just a like, second. Uh, gonna... Vamp for a little bit. I'll be right back. Okay. Um. I don't know what to vamp about. I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> well, let me take a nice drink of of water here. Um. Yeah. I hope people are having a good whatever. Whenever you're listening to this, hopefully it's a Wednesday night. It should be a Wednesday night. It should come out and you should immediately listen to it and then go into the Discord and uh, talk about how great the podcast was. But, um, you know, if you don't listen to it, like right when it comes out, um, maybe there's like a big conversation that happens about something else, Gundam or whatever. It, it, this podcast coinciding with Great Gundam Project means there's always Gundam conversations happening. Uh, so you're listening to it like Thursday or Friday. Just go ahead and like pop back in network chat. Talk about how great we were. Um, especially, I I liked... So we're recording this, like, when the last episode came out. Hello. Um, hi, I'm back. Hi. I had a boba tea, and it was more important than those sagas. 
Oh, fair. I was just telling people that they should go into network chat and talk about how great the podcast was. They should. They should do that. If you're if you're listening to this right now, I don't care what you're doing. You should go to network chat, interrupt whatever Gundam people are talking about because it's probably boring, <laughs> and uh, talk about sagas or anything else we're going to talk about. Um, I was literally just saying how people are always talking about Gundam when the podcast comes out. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, should I move it? I feel like. <laughs> It's a release date that makes sense to me, but it does kind of get stepped on by Gundam chat. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We we can, we can talk when... Because my schedule is about to change, where I'm going to be driving into the office on Monday and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, I think it'll still be fine for me to record Bhutan because it's just like very easy to like it's a half hour every time and then edit it and upload it and then go to bed um so i think that'll be fine but but we'll see if it ends up being um i mean also connor will probably start editing at some point but um yeah uh if it ends up being like oh i just want to go to bed and not have to edit this and stuff maybe maybe puton will change and then we'll see but yeah, the problem with putting uh, this podcast on a different day is uh, a lot of the days are spoken for. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, sagas. Anyway, uh, the king wonders about if, if you should go back to to Norway. Um. And what he he refers the matter to God and asks for some sign. Um. And then he has a dream, and I don't remember exactly what the dream is about. But uh, he thinks that it's a good sign that you should go back to Norway. Um, I really don't remember exactly. It doesn't like matter. About- he goes back. He's, he's got to fight a bunch of farmers. The battle kind of starts. Yeah. It doesn't really go anywhere yet. Um, he heals a boy. They got to get a miracle in here again so they can prove that he's a saint um, after he dies. Um, we got this good chapter where he accidentally breaks the Sabbath. He just gets like really involved in building Gunpla and forgets that it's Sunday. Yeah, he's whittling, um, and a boy comes in and goes, Asaya, you know you yeah. can do that on Monday, tomorrow. Really, like, cattily, and he's like, shit. Yeah. And to prove that he feels really bad about it, he lights yeah. all of his, like, little whittling kindling on fire yeah. in his hand, which is yeah. pretty hardcore, honestly. Yeah, he melts down the runners and just holds the hot <laughs> plastic in his hand. Yeah. Um... But yeah, uh, this is a this is a good little chapter. It was very little, but I enjoyed it. Um, then uh, Yarislav and Ingegerth promise to help him out. Uh, he goes back. Uh, he leaves Sweden and travels back, and we basically get this like um, extended sequence of him traveling and just like gathering forces as he goes. Um, there's also some sort of, like, letting King Knut know what's hap- what's happening, and he's, like, get- getting ready, so, um, you know, things are-, are preparing to, like, square off. Uh, but yeah, he... There's just a ton of these chapters of, like, uh, Dog Hringson joins the King's forces. Um, you know, various people lending support. Um... There is this little bit that sort of recurs with uh, Gorka Thorir uh, and Afrofasti, um, 
and they are they're they're I guess they're like agnostic or atheist basically. Like mm-hmm. they don't believe in anything other than themselves. Um they're not like heathen in that they don't worship the the like old Norse gods. Um and he's like you can only be a part of my force if you accept Christianity. Um and then he they just like join one of the armies that's sort of following behind um that he's like sort of recruited. Um which then later on um King Olivier realizes that some of those armies have a bunch of, of heathens and non Christians in in the ranks. Um and makes a big thing of like everybody has to either like be pap be baptized, be Christian. Uh I wanna go like where everybody's putting their trust in God. Um and if you don't, then like I would rather you just go home. Um and at that point they uh Goikathur and Afrofasti finally uh, get baptized. But it seems like they, like, don't really believe in any of it. They're just doing it so they can fight. <laughs> um, oh, there's also this part where they trample uh, farmers' fields, and the farmer's like, hey, what the hell? And then uh, King Olivier is just like, uh, God will repair it. <laughs> um, which, thankfully, God does. But... um. Yeah, we get the preparing for battle with the the farmers, um, and we learn that he has the skulls go within his, like, shield castle, which is, like, basically just a bunch of people with shields who protect the king, um, so that they can see everything and write about it. Um, and then we get <clears throat> somebody, some skald recites a poem, whatever, who cares, um, skipping ahead... Oh, there's some other guy who's going to bury the king if he dies, uh, which he will. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> we know the saga's ending soon. Um, and then the truth thing... Like I feel like it's really defeatist to be like, if I die in battle, you're the guy who buries me. Uh, don't do that. You're, you're the fucking king. You're going to win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then he has uh, one of just the gayest moments. Um Almost as gay as pricking the the man's chin with the tip of his axe, so that mm-hmm. blood runs down the the axe blade, and he's now marked him as his man. Um, it's not quite that gay, but it's it's almost where he lays his head in Finn Arneson's uh, lap to take a a nap, and Finn wakes him up, being like, "Hey, the farmers are marching against us," and the king is like, "They're not that close. You should just let me sleep in your lap some more. What the hell." You ruined um, my prophetic dream. Yeah. Um, and his dream is uh, not a very good dream. Well, he's like, I'm climbing this ladder into heaven. It's, it's going to be, it was a sign of my victory. And he's like, that's a sign you're going to die. And he's like, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we finish with uh, one of the few guys that have, have existed in this saga that we really should have spent more time with. Uh, Arnleo Gatlini joins the king's ranks. Um, so, uh, yeah, he decides to, to, you know, follow the white Christ, uh, and become a part of the army. Um, and the king, uh, has him along with like, it seems like he has like this force nearby him of like people that he baptized recently. Uh, cause it also includes, uh, Goika Thurier and Afrofasti. Uh, but that's where we end. The farmers are coming. Um, 
Yeah, I don't care about any of that. The thing yeah. that I liked about this was um, he's such a fucking dour king. I, I feel like it comes with the, Christ, the Christianity territory where he's just like, oh, you know, I'll heal people, do some miracles. God will restore your crops. But he's just kind of like grim. And yeah. and there's like a there's like a, a severity to his stuff where it's like. You follow me because you believe in our holy task. Everyone's like, the other guys just fucking pay us. They 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 just spend money. Why why are you like this? Yeah. Um. He he does just seem like a really like, I I just feel like he's unpleasant to be around. Hmm. Um. Just like weird glowering dad vibes constantly. You know you you got to go to church. Like, it's just more important to dad that you go to church than that you, be- like, actually believe or anything. He's going gonna, to gonna baptize these people with his own two hands. He's a fucking king. Yeah. He's busy. What? Yeah. Even the soldiers are like, do you want us to fight your war or not? Like, do you, does it really matter to you that we're baptized? You're like, yes, it does. I'm like, okay, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, we could say maybe if he had more, uh, you know, non-Christians in the source, maybe he would win this one. Yeah, maybe. Oh, there's also the detail um, where they're talking about, hey, what would be the best way to win this war? And they're like, what if we just, like, raid and burn, like, some of the farmers' villages? And so everybody's going to be worried that, like, you know, their family and stuff is in danger and they're going to break ranks. Um, And the king's like, no, we're not doing that. Uh, I know that I did that to make sure that people converted to Christianity. Um, but you know, if they turn their back on God, that's a, uh, that deserves more punishment than them turning their back on me. Um, which like, I, I guess I understand like, don't do war crime stuff is fine. You know, it's not couched that way, but, um, it is just funny that he's like, but it was totally cool to do it when I was just trying to Christianize people. Um, again, just the worst man, but he's a saint. Yeah, he's a will saint. be a saint. <laughs> he fixed that lady's thing, whatever was wrong with her throat, like a tumor, not yeah, tumor. Or is it a lady's kid? I think. Oh, lady's yeah. kid, right? Yes. Um, and it's like at the time, everyone was just like, "Oh, he's pretty good with medicine," uh, but. It was actually a miracle. We all now understand it was a miracle. Well, he himself was like, I'm not really a doctor. You should take him to a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do think all the, the, it is funny, the little moments for this, like he performed this miracle shows up. Um, Cause sometimes it does just feel like weirdly forced in the middle of everything. But that's what you got to do when, for political reasons, you got to give this guy sainthood. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, That's it for the saga, though. We're finishing it next time. Yeah, we'll be done. That's it for the saga. We'll be reading one, two, sixteen to wherever the fuck this ends. I don't remember. 240-something, I think. Uh, 251. Oh, Christ. All right. I feel like it's only like 32 pages, which is is still... Okay. Okay. I'll take it. It's a little shorter than some of the readings we've done. Yeah. Um, I think there's just a lot of short chapters in there. Um, Yeah. That's all I have for the sagas. 
Otherwise, I've just I'm I'm getting gamer moded. Yeah, join us, me in yeah. gamer moded. Um, I don't know if you've listened to the latest Bhutan, but I um, did. But don't ask me what happened. Other than you once again explained Holocure to Connor, even though you've already done that once, I'm pretty sure. No, I've explained Hollow Live to Connor, but I did not explain okay. Hollow Cure. Okay. So, but yeah, I I've been playing uh, a surprising for me, like surprising to me amount of Hollow Cure, but it's good. Yeah. Um. That I saw and- you saying you were you you said you were settling into Kiara, and I was like, I haven't even used everyone yet, and I just am like, I got to play it as everyone once. Yeah, I, I, I uh, have been trying to play it because I, I didn't even do that much of the gotcha stuff because I was spending more on the like upgrade things. Um, so like of the the original like group that you get, um, I was sort of trying those out and I was like, I think Kiara is the, the most my speed. But um, yeah, I was looking into like because I know there are some additional weapons and things you are, you can get. So I was looking into what to do to get those. Um, yeah. What you should do is buy more characters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did spend some and got uh, Fubuki because, you know, Fox. I, I like foxes. So um, I was I was trying to, like, learn how to play uh, her, which I, I've, I've sort of figured out now. But um, so she might end up being someone who I play. I still feel like Kiara is just easier. Um hmm. Like, uh, Fubuki's like, it's weird because it basically you want to like do a bunch of stuff to help out with dodge. And she has this, uh, thing that has like a 12 second cooldown where then if you get hit, you don't take, like, you just dodge everything for a few seconds. Um, and you do a bunch of damage if anything touches you. And so basically you like run around the enemies until you get that back and then you just like plow into them um Mm. and just do a bunch of damage that way um but when i was first playing with her i was like you know should i be trying to avoid hits and then when i get hit i go and i was like no this is the way that you do damage with her is that you just uh you know you get that back up again and then you just immediately plow in and do a bunch of damage um you know, you can kind of hold on to it for like a moment where you think it would be slightly better to use, but it's almost like she has like a, a another special that you get to use every twelve seconds. Mm-hmm. Um. So, um. Yeah, she feels very high risk, uh, high reward. So. Yeah, that's fair. I um. I think there's a lot of good characters. I I like switching it up. I don't think I've played as very many people more than once so far. Yeah. Um, I've just now been trying to figure out Iris because I know I'm sure I could just do it on one of the easier difficulties, but I wanted to do like a slightly harder one where I can try and figure out the character. Mm-hmm. So I'm not doing like the level four that I have to beat right now. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, and she's like, you just want to have a ton of crit stuff. But um, yes. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the few times I've tried to to do a run with her, though, I don't get, like, any defensive stuff, and I feel like you just need some defensive stuff, because if you start taking hits, um, like, you go down fast. So. You do defensive stuff, or you do the thing where you it, enemies drop way more food. That's a way around, instead of doing yeah, defensive stuff. The, the 
it seems like if you do the way more food, um, you can then also combine that with the, what is it? Um, the, it's not like the energy drink. There's one that, uh, boosts your crit and then it goes up higher if you eat food. Yeah. Uh, so those two together are really good with her, but I still feel like I need like the body pillow or the, the, um, one that like lets you, uh, instead of getting hit, you like push back. Mm. Um, I forget which item that is as well, but, um, there's also just the like passive regen thing that you can invest money into, like in the, just the skill upgrades, which is worth putting yeah. money into. Yeah. <clears throat> I put a little bit into that, like passive regen, but that stuff, it, those are the ones I, I spent my money on first is just getting those, like at least a little bit invested in all of those. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I've mostly been putting money into that, and so I haven't been doing the getting character, like the character gotcha stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like once I do that, I'll probably try out more characters, but um, yeah. Um, I do still feel like Kiara is the one that I like have the most success with in general, um, but I'll I'll end up trying out other characters and seeing how it goes, but. Hmm. Um, I mean, there's a part of me in the back of my head that's like, well, I gotta like get some stuff leveled up when Narissa then drops, because then I'll, you know, not just be having to do everything from scratch. So I suspect that'll be a while. Yeah. It I guess it depends will. how big the next upgrade is, update is, but they don't even have like, they don't even have like Pekka's generation, which is like the big, Ooh. to me, like the biggest generation of Hollow Live other than like myth. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there's, like, they probably don't want to start work on adding characters, like, right away when a, a new gen starts, because they just want to build up, like, what's the references to make, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, you know is going to be a pain in the ass, because it's going to be, like, Ice Climbers and Smash Brothers, where they're kind of tethered together, and you're going to be like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. Unless, unless... Uh, Fuamoko is just a ghost that follows, or Fuwa is just a ghost that follows Mokuko around, and you're only playing as Mokuko. <laughs> yeah, I did, um, there's one thing where I saw someone talking about, like, it was like a tweet, where someone was doing the, the joke version of the Hollow Cure, uh, Fuamoko, and it was, you know, you play as Mokuko, but then you have Fuwa, like, constantly commenting on how you're supposed to be playing, <laughs> or whatever. Um, um that might have been the actual holocure dev yeah it may have been because <laughs> i know he he tweeted when they started yeah now it's been a few weeks learning about them my current idea of fumoko and holocure you only play as mokoko there's a half transparent fuwa that floats around following you and all she does is yell commands at you with no other effect <laughs> <laughs> um it would be a funny bit <laughs> yeah But. Getting COVID really fucked up my watching VTubers. I like I watch clips, but I haven't watched a Fuamoko morning since I got sick, which has been like a week and a half now. So oh, yeah. Two weeks? Two weeks. Two and a half weeks. Damn, time flies. Um Yeah, I've been I've been uh keeping steady with watching Reese's streams, so um I, I put a little bit of her singing The Cure while I was playing Shenmue tonight. And I was like, wait a second, I fuck... Or The Smiths, sorry, not The Cure, The Smiths. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like The Smiths. What am I doing listening to this? Uh, <laughs> and so I put on something else instead. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I feel like that's that's basically where I've been at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I did a whole bunch of like emulator stuff too on the the Steam Deck. So did you have Autumn set that up? I assume. Um, they they like did the original Emu Deck download stuff. Okay. Um, but apparently it's gotten easier since when they did it. Um, yes. So. Um, the one thing is I'll have to find the Saturn BIOS because they were too, they like couldn't find it right away. And they, I guess they don't have it on theirs because they ended up just transferring over the BIOS that they had on like their own Steam Deck. Um, yeah. I don't but, have a Saturn core on mine because, um, because I didn't bother doing that because the Mr. Core is in development. Um, anyway, here's your Saturn BIOS. You can get them from CD Romance. Just scroll down to Saturn okay. BIOS All Regions and there's a download. Yeah. I should have just checked CD Romance to begin with. It's, yep. you know, the classic. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I'm mostly excited to have something that'll like emulate PlayStation 2 games. So. Yeah. Um so that was like the biggest thing that I I put on there. Um but I'll probably end up playing other things like I have a bunch of uh PSX games on like the Vita and the especially the PSP. Um Yes, they are much nicer on the Steam Deck just cuz the screen's so much bigger. Yeah. I need to like talk to somebody who knows about the the good shaders to do like CRT stuff though. Oh um, yeah, um, you probably want to talk. Well, for Steam Deck, I don't know because you you need the thing is a lot of the, I don't know necessarily if those things automatically carry over to Steam Deck because I know who I would ask if I wanted to run this on PC, but I don't know if yeah. I don't like Jackson. I don't know has set them up on Steam Deck at all because I think they mostly just plug their computer into their TV to play PlayStation games. Yeah. And the one time I played PlayStation games on my Steam Deck, I just raw pixeled it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't do it very often. I mostly play on my Mr. where I have a bunch of screen effects, but Yeah. Um Yeah, that's I think the biggest thing that I, I still want to get set up with the emulation stuff. Well we have um, a we have a Steam Deck devoted thread in uh the discord you can bug people there uh i always forget how to find thread also you go, is it the you video go to game? technology and then at the top oh, where it okay. says threads you click that and there's mr and steam deck okay i'll have to uh i i assume that's one of the ones that i just have hidden because i never check it um technology's under making i don't know yeah. yeah but then the thread the thread won't show up unless you go in there and post and then it'll like populate into the yeah um i i will look at this more later yeah but um oh yeah here it is uh yeah i'm i'm excited for the playstation 2 stuff um, I don't know how much I'll play of everything, but mm. it's also, it's one of the biggest things that I have, like, the itch to go back and play, uh, which is why I have it hooked up all the time, but it, it will be so much easier if it's just a handheld thing. So, yes. Um, and then, yeah, the other thing I've been playing on Steam Deck is uh, Soul Hackers 2, 
that. How is Soul Hackers too? Uh, I'm enjoying it. It's like extremely streamlined Shin Megami Tensei stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like you go into dungeons and instead of having like treasure chests and demon negotiation and like a, a large number of mechanics that existed, um, you just like your own, when you enter in your own demons will like go out, uh, and just be around. And so you'll just see them at some point while you're like walking through the dungeon and you'll talk to them and they'll be like, Oh, I like found this, item or whatever and they'll give it to you or they'll be like oh i was talking to like this demon and they want to join us and the demon will be like uh you do gotta pay me some money though and then you just pay money and you like like all that stuff is like simplified so much um so it's nice but it there's there's a certain quality to the like mega 10 games for me that um there's like a a friction that exists, but it's a very comfortable, easy friction. And so it's like, uh, rubbing yourself on like a scratcher, you know, like that's like the vibe I get playing it, like from my brain. Uh, and this is like too smooth, but I'm still enjoying it. Um, the, the style's very good. Her like puffy disco jacket is incredible. So, mm-hmm. um, and also I'm going to, like mark out with the DLC uh costumes that's all the like you know classic characters um define classic characters so the the um what is it Ringo is like the main character um her outfit is Nemissa um from the original Soul Hackers okay. um and then, like, uh, Melody is one of the, the people who you recruit, and hers is Ray Rayho, um, who is like, uh, shows up in like a few different games, but, um, she's like one of the big classics of, uh, she was in Soul Hackers, but she was also in some other stuff. So, oh, okay. um, like, I think she originates from some other game and, you know, shows up in, in Soul Hackers. Um, but yeah, it's just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then when you, when you do the costume, it's battle only. So it's still like, you're still running around seeing your like intense disco jacket and then you get into battle and then it's like the Demis, uh, the Nemissa outfit. Yeah. Um, so That's fair. Yeah, it's it's been uh again, it's like very smooth and frictionless. So mm-hmm. um That's about it for, for my gaming though. That's fair. I can't talk about my gaming, it's for another podcast. That's true. You been... you like want me to talk about gaming on podcasts and now you're like, well I can't because I have abnormal mapping. That's true. That's true. But I have a place to put all it. And I don't I don't really have a lot to say about the games I played that are not um gonna just be duplicate information, right? Yeah. Um I spent all of I took yesterday off because I, I post COVID recovery has been really rough this time. My energy levels just not been great. I got this cough that won't go away. You can relate. Um yeah. I and, do uh, an inhaler every day now because yeah. of that. 
Um, I'm hoping it's not that bad. I still got a ways to go before I'm quite that concerned because I do feel like I'm slowly increasing, but my, I just fatigue level real up and down. Uh, it's not been great. Uh, so I was like, I'm tired. I have some PTO because my work considers COVID like special sick time that you don't have to spend PTO on. So I, uh, had an extra PTO. Um, and I took a day off and I spent the entire morning getting an Xbox emulator and a Dreamcast emulator set up on my PC. Um, cause those are, platforms i don't have i have a dreamcast but i don't have a tv that like easily hooks up to a dreamcast and i don't have a like a retro tink style upscaler to like plug it into hdmi and make it look good and um also you have to burn discs for the dreamcast and it's a pain i hate burning discs i, hate, I don't even have my new computer doesn't even have a disc drive i have to buy a disc drive it's just a pain in the butt and i was like i'll just emulate so i got that set up i got xbox set up i've never even used an original xbox and there's only like two or three games I ever want to play on it, but I did get it set up and that's working. I tried Jet Set Radio Future, played a little bit of that. That game seems way better than Jet Set Radio, which I played a bit of when that re-release came out a couple years ago. And I was like, this thing's a piece of shit. Uh, Jet Set Radio Future seems much more of a real video game to me. Yeah. So I'll probably play that. Um, I have this thing where I'm like kind of finishing some long-term stuff. I'm almost done with Shenmue. I think I have four in-game days of Shenmue left if I maximize like advancing the story every day. Um, and we record up right now it's the 27th and we record up normal mapping on the 21st of next month. So I have a lot of time to kill coming up and I don't yeah. know if I want to like spend it on anything necessarily. Um, cause I should just go back to play Final Fantasy 14 like I should cause I'm paying for it. I'm not playing it. But I'm also like, what if I got into a new game and played that instead? Because that's always the... It's really hard for me to go, I should work on this long-term project that is not going to immediately be marked off as a thing that is completed. Even though I'm enjoying it, it's hard for me to like motivate myself. Yeah. Um, not surprised that you were, you were finishing Shenmue way before the recording, but... Uh, I got really into it, and it's not as long as I thought it was as a video game. Yeah. Um, and the problem is because there's no, there's no like good way to spend time, um, like speed up. Like, it, I really want to see the Christmas stuff, right? Like, I, I know there's events that happen on Christmas. There's like thing with Nozomi. There's a Nozomi thing at New Year's or whatever. Um, but it's like December 14th, and I, I'm like, the idea of killing two weeks in Shenmue with nothing going on it sounds, it sounds intolerable. I'm like, I don't, I don't think I can do that. I don't, I don't think I can let my PlayStation run for hours and hours and hours as I wait for the clock to run down. Yeah. Um, you just gotta like run around and get the, I forget how much Shenmue has like arcade game stuff in it. I don't remember if it passes time when you do a lot of that. It does, but like I got the, I got the like dartboard. Um, I got the high score on one of the arcade games. Um, I've already like, I've already cleaned out most of the gotcha just like after, like, in, like during my work lunch hour when I'm forklifting. Uh, I just go to the gotcha and spend a bunch of money. So I, all the ones in the warehouse district, I've gotten most of them. Um, I bought all the cassette tapes you can buy. Uh, I'm not going to try for the raffle because the raffle's crazy. It's like the meanest raffle in the world. I'm never going to win anything in the fucking raffle. Um, I'm not looking to 100% my collectibles, you know? Oh, uh, I was like, uh, Shenmue 2 is the one that has Outrun. 
I was gonna be like, you can just play Outrun. I played, I, yeah, I played Space Terrier. I've played Hang On. Um, I, I like both those games, but I already played them once. I got high scores on them. Not enough to get the gift or whatever. I don't know if that's how you get the fake cabinet toy, but, um, didn't get enough for those apparently. Um, but. You know, it's a, at some point you just kind of wish that you could sit down and like read the comic book like uh Tulip and pass the time. Yeah. Cause Rio <laughs> won't go to bed before 8 p.m. So you just kind of have to chill. Yeah. And right now I have to like go to work in like warehouse regardless of what I'm doing. <laughs> once true. you start, you, once you start your job, you can't not go to your yeah. job. <laughs> you do have your job and you have to go to your job. Man, I do like, I so do good. like the fork, the forklift <laughs> stuff is really good. Yeah. Um, Shenmue is great. Yeah, um, I'm really excited to talk about it. I'm really excited to play two next year. Um, I don't know anything about two really, other than like I know where it takes place, but like I feel like I've never heard anyone talk about it, so I don't really know anything about it. Yeah, my uh, it's been long enough since I've played like Shenmue and Shenmue Two. They're really like blurred together in my mind. Hmm. Um, which is why I was like, isn't Outrun in that? Because Outrun is like one of those arcade games that I can just play a bunch of. Um, I feel like a lot of them you, you like do the loop a couple times. I mean, the other ones, um, Pac-Man I can usually get like a little bit into. Um, Frogger is one that I can play a lot. I love Frogger. No, uh, not, obviously not Tetris, me, but. Um, but yeah, a lot of those like space harrier or whatever, I'm like, yeah, I did it. It's fine. Um, but outrun is great. Outrun just is a, great. Just a classic. Yeah. Pick different music, do different routes. Um, sure. It's just, but I also nice could just drive. flip on my mister and play every version of outrun and the ones I can't play on that I have on my PC. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying if you, if you have to pass time in Shenmue to yeah. get to events, then you might as well play Outrun. This is this is how I got through Shenmue too. Yeah, I'll probably just clear the game fast. Is what mm. I will likely do. Um. Yeah. Um. I feel like otherwise, I'm I'm like slightly low energy because I I'm like mostly on the upswing now, but I had a migraine earlier. So. Yeah. Um, and my, my like medication, like my migraine always starts in my head and then like moves throughout my entire body and the medication works in the same way. Um, <clears throat> so like shortly before we recorded, I was just like laying in bed feeling bad. So yeah, I, I was, I was like, now. I was like, I was, I was like, maybe I should ask if you want to take the night off, but I figured you didn't cause you didn't say anything. Yeah. Um, there's a part where I was like, if I'm not like feeling better, then I'll message and be like, Hey, do you want to go slightly later or do it another night? But, um, I felt, I felt fine. So. Okay. Good. Um, we can always call it early if you want. We can. Unless you have something else. Um, I don't know. I mean, next week, I don't have to drive in the next morning. So, you know, I'll really be able to just push it. Okay. We, we well, can find the thing, but I'm fine calling it this week. Yeah, we'll just call it. We'll just call it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, so where can people find you? 
Uh, you can find me at Fox Mom Nia on basically any social media platform. I've been very bad about using all of them lately, um, but uh, it is what it is. Um, go listen to my other podcasts. We're doing Inanna on Ghost Divers, uh, the episode coming out. I guess when people hear this, it's already out. Uh, I, th- I think it was a very good episode. Um, and... Listen to Pondering Bhutan. Listen to Non-Homophobia Zone, a.k.a. Ornate Stairwells. Um, that's, that's about it. Where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at EM underscore being. Sorry, I was coughing really bad. Um, um, you can find all my podcasts at abnormalmapping.com. If you'd like to support my work, you can do it at patreon.com slash normalmapping. Uh, we just started our double O season of Gundam. Um... Gundam Double O seems pretty fucking cool <clears throat> so far. Oh yeah, I enjoyed those those first three episodes. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm uh, really excited to talk about a Gundam that maybe is g- good, just good without equivocation, without trying to explain uh, anything. It's just it's just a show that is good, self evident good. Yeah, I feel like it's aware about some of the stuff that it's doing. Yeah, like, sure, I could get stabbed in the heart for caring uh, yeah. next week. But yeah. for now, I choose to believe that Gundam can just be good, um, despite all evidence. <laughs> At the very least, it, like, is doing themes and uh, actually seems to have some sense of the themes that it's, like, trying to deal with. It so. has themes. It laid out, like, ten characters that all have <clears throat> distinct personalities that, like, I already see the shape of, which is a yeah. fucking miracle. <laughs> uh, Graham Aker rules. Yes. Yeah, He's love so that guy. He's so fucking good. What a Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so look forward to that if you if you care about Gundam. I assume everyone listening to this knows all the podcasts I do. Listen to me and Dia play Flower, Sun, and Rain is what you should actually do. Um, yeah. Because uh, we got to we got to solve a married a soon to be married couple spat uh, this week and got them married. That episode's already a week old now, um, as you're hearing this, but uh, it was pretty good. And uh, maybe maybe we will be able to explore the island at large this coming week. The one that'll just be out as we record as this episode comes out. So yeah, fingers crossed. At some point, you gotta see the rest of this goddamn island. I swear to God, you're gonna have to do that corn maze or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, it has to happen. Yeah. There's some, like, indigenous people ruin inside of a Victorian hedge maze, and we gotta do the maze at some point. Yeah. There's nothing in the guidebook that hasn't been used for some puzzle. It's remarkable, honestly. <laughs> um, It is very funny listening and, like... Basically, as soon as the puzzle starts showing up, you're like, I'm looking. <laughs> You've like got the PDF open. <laughs> yeah, well, the, I mean, because we did the whole episode where we read through yeah. the guidebook, I just kind of have most of it committed, like, not exactly to memory, but I know what's in it, right? Yeah. Like, the minute someone references a thing, I'm like, oh, right, that's in the guidebook. Let me just go to that page. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do, like, part of me wonders how much is... I'm assuming there's other stuff in game to figure things out. Um, but I don't always know because it could be a tulip situation where you truly just need to look, you know? I mean, the guidebook is in the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, um, I really think the game just expects you to read, like, read the thing, put the numbers in, and that's it, and you progress. <laughs> it, it being an adventure game is, like, incredibly loose as a term, and I think mm. it's, like, really intentional about that, that, like, solving the mystery is not actually meant to be an impediment that requires brain power. It really is just a soft check on investing in the universe that you're in, which uh, Sumio could stand to do a little more of that, honestly. Yeah. Um. I feel like at the beginning, there is a little bit more of, like, figuring out the puzzle. Oh, yeah, we also, also stopped doing the bonus puzzles, which are all, like, Professor Layton nonsense mm-hmm. puzzles. Yeah. Um, but they're much worse. Yeah, they are. Um, I just thought of a, I think it was, like, a, what is it, Penny Arcade? So just going way back. Um, It's, like, one thing I always think about with Professor Layton, though, is the comic where... uh. You know, I forget the entire premise, but basically going around and then just being annoyed that, like, every time you try to do anything, a, a villager is just like, I have three matchsticks. <laughs> so. I love a matchstick puzzle. Thing yeah. is, I love Professor Layton. Played all those games. 100% of them. Um, I played, like, the first two, I think. I didn't play the, like, the one that came out on iOS. Um, That's the only one. Oh yeah. Um but that now that I think about it, that comic was was very in the mode of a certain webcomic where it's like making fun of the game for being the thing that the game is, you know? VG Cats. Uh yes. <laughs> I I look, I liked VG Cats. I read a lot of it. I was very I fond know. of it. But the, I, all the I comics were like, too. here's the thing from the video game. Do you recognize it? Isn't it funny? And I, yeah, yeah, kind of sometimes. Well, and it's also like, yes, we're all playing Professor Layton for the matchstick puzzles. Like, yes. yes, it's kind of funny to think about how, like, they're going around trying to solve some bigger mystery or whatever, and everyone keeps having those little puzzles. But, like, that is the game. The mystery is the framework around the actual game, which is doing these little puzzles. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, VG Cats, I always have such a reaction to because I did read a lot of B- VG Cats, but then, um, VG Cat Scott followed me on Twitter for a really long time, and I still don't really know why. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. <clears throat> it, like, started, like, right when I was first coming out, which is the weirder part. Um, oh, okay. Well, now I might have yeah. some ideas why, but they're all yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,. <laughs> Yeah, I was allegedly, like, allegedly, allegedly. We don't want to get yeah, sued over here. Allegedly, I'm just, I'm just stating facts that it was around the time that I came out as trans <laughs> that VG Cat Scott started following me on Twitter, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's my favorite country song. Yeah, because we never, we never like interacted in a way that was like, "Hey, I read this essay and I liked it" or something. You know, mm-hmm. it was just he just started following me. Okay. Um, I have some more explicit, uh, allegedly things that happen, but I'm not going to say them on a podcast. I've told yeah, you that's that. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we should end this podcast. <laughs> we should. <laughs> Clearly can't be trusted with hot mics. Uh, <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you if you did, go in the Discord and interrupt whatever's happening in network chat. If you didn't, do it anyway for me and for Neve. Yeah. Uh, simple as that. Until next time, we are out of the podcast. And then we are out of the podcast. <laughs>